is what it's called. Okay, let's do uh, let's do some learning. <laughs> Change the subject. Okay, so I want to d- d- talk today. I think we're gonna have to do it in two parts, but let's start Berachas uh, Shachar, which um, comes also from the same daf that most uh, many of the tefillas we've been talking about so far come from, which is the Gemara in Brachas Daf Samachamabes, and it says like this. Kishama kal tarnagaylo, when you hear the sound of a rooster, Lema, you should say, Baruch asher nasan lasech vivino lahavchim v'yem v'leila. That sounds familiar. Ki pasach ene, you open your eyes, Lema baruch pakech ivrim. Ki taritz v'yasef. Taritz means when you straighten and sit up. An answer to a kash is called the teritz, because it straightens out the difficulty. Taritz, yeah. Okay, then you say, Matir asurim. Ki lavish, when you get dressed, Lema baruch mavish arumim. Kizakif, when you stand up straight, Lema Baruch Zakif Kifufen. Kinachis La'ara, when you get down on the ground, when you, he means when you put your feet down on the floor, Lema Baruch Rekar Salmayim. Kimaski, when you walk, Lema Baruch Hamechim Tzadi Gavar. Kisayim Misane, when you put on your shoes, Lema Baruch Shasali Katsarki. Kiaser Hamyane, when you put on your belt, Lema Baruch Ezi Yisrael Begvura. Kiparis Sudra Areshe, when you put on your hat, Lema Baruch Ezi Yisrael Sefara. Then it talks about the Baruch of Tzitzis and Tfilin. And then, Tilsidayim. And then at the end, Baruch HaMavir Chavli Shein Me'enos Namami Afafayim, the whole long thing. Okay. This is not an order that we do, right? Ah, so the Gemara is describing this happening in real time. You open your eyes, you get dressed, Mabasharumim. You do it as, as it happens. And that's how the Rambam writes it. The Rambam writes, you wake up, you do this. You know. This is actually a continuation of a Gemara we learned in the past, which is that when you wake up, you should say, And we mentioned back then that we don't make brachos. First of all, we don't make brachos in the morning before we wash our hands, even though in the Gemara's times it seems they did, which the Mepharshim explained. And that was why, just to remember, to, to Chazer, that's why we replaced Elikai Neshama with, um, with this place, I should say, with Maida'ani, which has no psukim and no bracha in it. We say Elikai Neshama later. And um, the practice that you and I all have is that we say the brachos later on, all together, in one shot, we do not say the brachas as we do the things that the brachas are about. So, first of all, we're not going to do them before we wash our hands because we don't make brachas before Natilas Yadayim. But fine, so why don't we just wash our hands and then say all the brachas? Right? The custom is that you say the brachas in shul, start davening. So the Torah mentions that another reason to say the brachas like that is because of Ami Haaretz, people who wouldn't know how to say the brachas on their own. Right? We do a lot of things in shul for that reason, like Chazar Sashatz. This way they could say Amen to someone else's bracha and be Yotze the bracha. You could ask, so fine, so let everyone else say the brachas right away in the morning and the person who's going to be the Shliach Tzibor could wait till later and say it to be might say, people who don't know how to dial on their own. It's a good question. I'm not sure of the answer. Um, maybe simply because nobody knows who's going to be the Shliach Tzibor until the Gabai nails down one guy. So, I don't know. So something's going to change on. Something's never changed. Yeah. Wait, meaning what? Meaning he can't... No, he's not going to say the brachas more than once. Wait, but why is there not a Chazaras brachas in the morning? So there sort of is. that. uh, In other words, the reason why it's become the practice that the Chazan says... It doesn't say that in the Gemara. It's become the practice today. The Chazan says the brachas out loud for everyone to say Amen. Is so that if somebody can't make the brachas themselves, they could say Amen to the brachas and be Yotze that way. But he doesn't say the brachos twice. Shimon Esri, he does say twice, which is something we'll maybe get to in the future. 
Um, okay. But essentially, it's become part of Shachris, and that's actually where the Shliach Tzibur starts from. That's basically where the Chazan starts from, the Brachas, for that reason. Okay. Um, let's go through some of the Brachas. Um, Again, the reason we don't do it like that is because of the Amor. I, I think it's a combination of two things. One is that we don't make Brachas until Mithila Sidayim. So we can't no, do that when we open our hands. Yeah, it's true. That would only stop the, the very first ones. But I think the main reason is that it, become, it became part of the davening in shul for the reason of being might see Amiharis. There may be more to it. Well, the truth is, most of the that are shot. Maybe it's similar to what, what Jake was saying, but because mm-hmm. we never say, like, oh, the guy shouldn't down on Hazar's shots because he already davened from Esther. He's doing it special for the Seabar. Is that, how, is that exactly what you asked? Yeah, yeah. Why, yeah, why he's asking why, don't, why, why is the Shemin Esri said twice by the Shliach Tzibor and the Brachas are only said once? That's the question. So if a guy says Brachas Paka mm-hmm. and then he comes to Shul, let's say he says Brachas because he's running late, he comes to Shul and he sees yeah. that they didn't start yet. Could he, and, he, and he's the only guy who's got the places to get up there and do it. He can say it again or he's no, not supposed to? No, he shouldn't say it again. Because that's your Yitzhak Dei Pelasa. Yeah, it. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's go through some of the individual brachas and then we'll deal with an overview um, on the bracha so first of all the, the phrase the word sechvi is an unusual word and it's based on a pasuk in where it says there that Iyav is a safer with the most questions and fewest answers but literally it's full of questions JJ can I trouble you for a cup just let me drink a shtickle so, I don't know how many people have learned the whole Eev inside, take cover to cover. I'm not one of them. But basically what happens is, you know that Eev has a lot of Tsaris, and there's a lot of talking about why the Tsaris happened, with his friends, different people. And then finally, HaKadosh Baruch himself comes. And he doesn't explain. He basically just says, who are you to question me? You have no idea. You don't even understand what's going on. Where were you? Where, he says, where were you when I created the world? Where were you when I built this whole thing? Who did this? Who did that? He says. It's a, it's a whole string of questions, one after the other. So there's a Pasuk. The Pasuk is, Mishas Betuchas Chachma. Who was the person who, not person, but who was the intelligence who put any understanding in the heart of man in the first place? Like, you're trying to figure out what I'm doing. The fact that you can even figure is, comes from me. Right? So he says, The word sechvi in that context means the heart, which the heart does not mean, by the way, the cardiac muscle. Uh, Victor Miller, whenever he would say over about the lave, he would say, uh, lave means the mind. The word lave literally actually means the center. Like lave hashamayim. We say the heart of something. Hearts of palm are the center of the palm tree. Right? If anybody, what? It's just an interesting challenge. Can anyone think of any place in Tanakh where it says the word lave and it actually means the heart? In other words, it says, Haman said in his heart, but he didn't mean like he was thinking. No, is there a case where it actually is referring to the cardiac muscle? Alavavchem, does Alavavchem mean on your heart? Alavavchem means in your heart figuratively, in your mind. Doesn't it mean that? Right, so we're, we put it on, can I get a So that shows that we're taking it seriously to mean the heart. I'm just saying, any place where it literally means that, I'm not sure. We have also similarly, in terms of Jewish, we have 
that it says that Aaron Akayin was zeichet to wear the chayshen because it says in the pasuk Vera'acha v'samach belibai that when when Moshe Rabbeinu came back, you have to remember Moshe Rabbeinu left, and Aaron Akayin is left in Mitzrayim, and then Moshe Rabbeinu comes back after many years, says now I'm in charge, right? So Hakadosh Baruch Hu says Aaron's going to be happy, he's not going to be like jealous of the. So for that, he got the chayshen. So here also we see that it's a reference like to this part, not to the head. But if you think of any place in Tanakh where the word leif means the actual heart, the actual heart. I, I can't think of one. I think there's maybe one. But then again, that's what I'm saying. That can be figurative. Right. Right. Leif tar brali alikim doesn't mean a person's davening for, you know, for relationship. What? Definitely right, so there's a difference between there's the, the dry intellectual part of the person's and mind and then there's the emotional part. Psychic. Right, right. <coughs> okay, in any case, the Mepharshim will speak out. It's like Gemara says that the word sechvi also, it's a double meaning because the word sechvi also means in another language, it means a rooster. And the roosters would crow in the morning and wake up people. Those are the old alarm clocks. Right, that would be Akiva went traveling, he took his alarm clock with him. Right, that was the whole, comes in the type of so for that reason, it's a double meaning, and that's what the Gemara says. When you hear the rooster crow, you say, It's really a double meaning. It's they were thanking Hazrat Baruch Hu for giving the rooster that quality that it wakes us up, and also for the fact that the, a person understands the difference between night and day. Um, also interesting, most of these brachas are in present tense. There are a few exceptions. Whenever there's an exception, the Mepharshim ask about it. So in this one, they're actually different kersois. Some siddurim say hanoisin lasech vivina, some say asher nosan lasech vivina. And the simplest explanation for the girs of asher nosan is, based, is because when a bracha is based on a pasuk, we try not to tamper with as much of the pasuk as possible. So since it says in the pasuk, mean nosan lasech vivina, so that's why it says it like that. Just curious, I should have um, gathered a bunch of siddurim before I started. Right. There's some say hamechin, some say asher hechin. Right. That's another. That's okay. I can't find also, kabbatzer has a bracha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna talk about that if we get a chance. Um, okay. Um, also, interestingly, uh, some say that the avoda and the base hamikdash started based on shnayis and yuma as soon as the as soon as it came light. Right. Barkai. So that's brakai, right? So that's when they would start. So it's appropriate that we should start our Avaidah also like that. Yeah. So the, the Boston Siddur says Hanoisein and the article says Asher Nasan. I didn't check other Siddur. I should check the, uh, the Alter Rebbe Siddur and the other ones that were written by Tommy the Chamer to do that for homework. All right. Um, the minute for, uh, the seeking, that's because of that? Okay. It's related. Yeah. On Malbisha Rumim, so, obviously, it's important to have clothing. It's part of what one of one of the things that distinguishes man from beast is that we wear clothing. There are a lot of mamori chazal about clothing. Um, the Gemara Bracha says that David Hamelach suffered consequence that later in life, right, he wasn't he couldn't be kept warm because of the fact that he cut the corner off his shver's tzitzis at one point, so he damaged his garment. So this, this clothing, I shouldn't say it's Okay, and then there's a Gemara in Shabbos that says Rabbi Yechina would call, Rabbi Yechina, I think it's Rabbi Yechina, have a kari lamane, he would call his clothing machbedusa. It's the, those things that honor him, because they bring honor to the person. There's, um, 
I just couldn't resist telling the story about the stain, of Chaim and the stain. So the Rambam says that a Talmud Chacham is not allowed to have a stain on his clothing. It's the design of Tyra. So my father told me that there was a fellow who went to Chaim Kanievsky. So back in the day, there was a time they could actually go talk to him. It wasn't like, I mean, he still is if you catch him at the right time. But before it became such a like crazy celebrity rush, you, they, they, you could find time. So he talked to him about something. And Chaim told him, you know, I just want to tell you, you have a stain on your jacket. You should clean that. So the fellow wanted to be, he was being a wise guy. So he looked at the stain and he said, eh, it's not the Sheer Chazanish. Not the Sheer Chazanish, the stain. So Reb Chaim told him, you're not the Sheer Chazanish of Talmud Chacham. Nice. He's very, you just know, he has a real sense of humor. He's, he's, he's done a lot of things. I've, I've heard a lot of interesting things from him. Somebody, I think, from this neighborhood once told him, like he, he went to him and he asked him, uh, so what do you do for a living? And uh, I forget exactly what he was doing. He was an administrator of a mental health facility, I think. So he started to tell him that. I, I don't know how you say it in, in, in Hebrew or whatever language there. So he said, Chaim says, explain me again. So he said, from Mishigayim. Like, you know, he tried to explain to him. So Chaim looked at him like deadpan. He said, maybe you should open a branch here in Bnei Brak. We have a lot of business here. <laughs> <laughs> Shasali called Sarki, it says you say when you put on shoes. So why is there a bracha on shoes specifically? Like you already made a bracha on clothing, now you make a, a special bracha on shoes. So Avadram, oh, Ravarek, come on in. We saved your seat. Avadram and Shalom make the point that without shoes, you're kind of stuck, right? You can't really go places. You know? um, there's a Gemara actually in Shabbos that says, a very stark Gemara. It says, La'ilam yimkar adam kol person it's, it's a little bit of hyperbole it says you should sell everything you have to buy shoes it, it not, does not literally mean you should sell everything you have to buy shoes uh, one of the Farshim speaks that out but talks about how important it is to have shoes and therefore shoes are called called sarki um, interesting technical note on Tisha B'Av and Yom Kippur you don't put on shoes so maybe you shouldn't say the bracha of Shasali called sarki is that it? is that a Z's guy right here? So, in fact, in this Siddur it says, Yem Kippurim Tishabav Inamrim Abracha Ba, At Shanailam Nalayim Be'erif. Shouldn't say the Bracha Shasali called Sarki until in the, after, in the evening, after Abdullah, after, after uh, not Abdullah, after Tishabav ends, you put on your shoes. Um, so, are we saying that the, the Brachas are what they hey. say? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Hush of a guest. Hush of a guest. Wow. Yeah. Who's this? Mordechai. 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 Does Mordechai want a beer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, sure he does. I'm sure he wants a beer. He looks like Kogel, he wants definitely. a beer. <laughs> Before you said that, I yeah. would have said that the bracha is whatever the bracha says it is, and then the, we sort of tie it to something in real life because that's, you know, it makes yeah. sense. But like, if you said like, if you don't wear shoes, you can't say cold sarki, everything I have, I don't have a rooster either. Like, how do we... Right, right. Well, you don't need a rooster, but still... No, but I, oh, but I don't you didn't have hear a rooster. Maybe I don't yeah, need yeah, shoes. Yeah, that's like, a good point. How, I agree. Are we saying that the yeah, that's a good point. is the, the like, metaphor? Yeah, yeah. I want to get back to that. The Mepharshim talk about that explicitly in a couple of places. So, right, the bracha cold sarki isn't just about shoes. It seems like you make a bracha about everything. You have everything you need. Uh, nevertheless... I'll tell you what I think. I, I have an mm. idea. The Arizal, Arizal said not to say it in the morning on Tisha B'Av and Yom Kippur. The Chida, 
The Chidot says essentially what Jake is saying. He says it's a bracha, and in general, HaKadosh Baruch provides us all our needs. And uh, the fact that you happen not to be putting on shoes right now is not, uh, is not an issue. And also, Maram Shik writes that Lamaisa, uh, most people do wear shoes in Yom Kippur and Roshana. They just don't wear leather shoes. And they say Roshana, I mean, and Tishabah. Right. What? So you can make cold sarki on your cracks or whatever it is you're wearing. So there is more to say that like if you give away like you can give away all your clothes but keep your shoes. Sort of. There's a your house. Yes, yes. That's the Gemara that that I actually just said over when you were in the another room. Yeah, exactly. Gemara Shabbos. Perfect. Right. Um, No. No. It's cool. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see a few more. Oizu Yisrael. Oizu Yisrael B'Gvuru. It says when you put on your belt. So first, another thing that's interesting about this bracha is that here all of a sudden we we talk about Yisrael Davka. Right? We didn't say Hamechin Metzadei Yisrael Zaykev Kafufim Yisrael. Here we say Oizu Yisrael B'Gvuru. Right? So who girds Israel's strength? So here. When it talks about specifically these two things, the next one is when you put on a head covering, you say, Oite Yisrael Safara. So here we dafka talk about B'nai Yisrael. So Mepharshim explained that um, specifically the wearing of a belt and the covering of the head is something unique to Klal Yisrael because why do we wear a belt? The, the symbolism of the belt, and not just the symbolism, but the function of the belt is to separate the upper part of the body from the lower part of the body. The lower part of the body has the lower functions and to dab for davening it specifically says that you're supposed to daven only if you're wearing a belt or pants right. with a waistband I missed something oh excellent very good yeah yeah um, that's what it says it actually says um I, to a certain extent, the, the, the Hasidish Minig of Agartal is, is roughly based on this, but not, not halachically, because halachically, if you have uh, a belt on your pants or even a waistband, that fulfills that. So it's uh, true that, that like, if technically, like, if you're wearing a pair of boxers that has a elastic, that that's your Yitzhak name for, for a Gartel? Um, it's so not a Hasidish Gartel, it's a, it's a different Gartel. It fulfills the halachic function. Yeah. Um, and now, of course, I can't resist telling you what the Satmar said about neckties. He said, you know, the Hasidim don't wear neckties. So there are actually two versions of the story. I'll tell you the one that's uh, more appropriate. Um, he said that the, the reason the Litvaks, we, 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 he said, we wear a gartel to separate the heart and the, and the erva, the lower parts of the body. And the Litvaks, they wear a, a necktie around the neck to separate between the brain and the heart. <laughs> 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 so he said interestingly enough Abu Dram meaning going back to the days of the late Rishayim early Achreinim says that in many countries they didn't say it why? because he says this is when people would wear what he calls a mitznefes what the Gemara calls a suder it sounds like they wore some kind of hat said, so in our country, it was not the minute to wear this mitznefes, so we don't say the bracha. What he says. Um, it's not clear to me if he means they were a yarmulke and they just didn't wear anything else, or, or they didn't wear a yarmulke at all. The Sefer Amen Haggis clearly says that. He says, he says, this is going back hundreds and hundreds no, of we're, years. We're in, the world. we're in the world. I'm not sure where he lived. 
Somewhere in the middle of Europe. Um, yeah, I don't remember where. You can Google it. You'll find out where you're Yeah. yeah. <coughs> but it's definitely the Sefer Menhagis, which is another early Sefer. Um, he says that there were places where they didn't say it because they went to the Gile Reich. There definitely was a time that uh, not every Jew always wore any kind of head covering. Maisa, our custom is to say it. Taisa says he could say this bracha regarding on any head covering. So may let Semitic to say it. Um, you could ask. Oh, there you go, Spain. Um, what about women? Single women don't wear any kind of yarmulke. So what? Uh, so why not? That's a good question. Not everyone even agrees that it, that's the correct practice. Well, my that's There are those who held that women should, even unmarried women, should wear a head covering at least during davening. Well, my it wasn't accepted by Klai Yisrael. Now, there's another thing which some people have a minhag. And it says here in the Siddur that when you say, you should kiss your, touch your till, hand till and kiss them. When you touch, when you say, you should touch the head till and kiss them. So there are those that understand that this bracha has another re- reference also to tillin. And therefore, some have the custom that they don't make those brachas either, at least Aitu Yisrael Tzifara, until Mincha on Tishabav. Because when Tishabav is Shachas, they don't put on Tfilin. So you shouldn't say Aitu Yisrael Tzifara. There are those who have this custom. Unlike Boston. What? Unlike Boston. Unlike Boston. Boston, you wear, you wear Tfilin with Shachas. Yeah. yeah. What about on Shabbos? Ah, so the question is, if that would be true, so on Tishabav, at least you could yeah. say the bracha yeah. by Mincha. But on Shabbos, when we don't wear tefillin, so according to this minute, you shouldn't say it to And also, what about women who don't wear tefillin? Right, so they shouldn't say it either. Maybe it should be. Right. Right. So, here, I think the answer is that when you have, if you're going to have the opportunity to make a bracha later by mincha when you are wearing tefillin, so it makes sense to postpone it. But it's not that the bracha is so exclusively about tefillin that if you're not going to wear tefillin, you don't make the bracha at all. I think that's the. Yeah, it's the, the, the that's the like Yeah. The I think that also, when we're talking about shoes for Tishvah, I think that's the same thing. And we're not saying that you wouldn't make the bracha on a day you don't wear shoes. But, um, but if you are going to put them on later, so make the bracha later. I think that's possibly the idea. Hamechem um, okay. Govert says you make the bracha when you take steps. You're walking. Here also, by the way, there, there are some who have the Gersa Asher Heichen, which is past tense. And it's harder to understand Asher Heichen over here because I don't have an answer why it shouldn't be Hamechen. Because it's constant. Um, and on the simple level, it means to actually taking footsteps, to, to st- walking with your foot. On a deeper level, it refers to the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu guides a person's steps in life. You know, sometimes a person's Sometimes it it is always true, but sometimes you feel it, and sometimes you don't. That a person's life is directed by someone pulling the strings upstairs. So, that's Asher so no, I, I don't think that explains Asher Hechen versus Hamechen. It's just the general sense of that bracha. Yeah. yeah. So the Gemara says that uh, the famous Gemara in Sukkah that it says Ragloi debar Inish inun Arvimle. A person's legs, person's feet are their guarantors. Make sure they show up when it's time to pay the bill. Remember that Gemara? No. Famous Gemara. <laughs> Gemara says that Shleim HaMelech saw yeah. the... I think I remember it was Shleim HaMelech. Yeah, he saw the Malach HaMavis somewhere. Mm-hmm. He asked him... Uh, he didn't say Vesmachti. He said Vesmachti Malach HaMavis. 
So now I have an appointment with two guys, Shmerel and Beryl. I, I think they weren't even Jewish. Two, two guys uh, who work here. So Shleim Melech went and I think it says even he was upset because he said, I'm having trouble catching up with them. I don't know exactly what it means that the Malach Moses has to find them. But uh, he quickly sent them. He sent them on a quick uh, helicopter to uh, Luz. Right. Luz was the legendary city where if you got in there, you would live forever. So the next day... Oh, I remember now. This, that's why he, was pro- he had a problem. So the next day, it says that Shlomo Melech Shlomo is very happy. He says, what are you happy about? He says, I finally got them. What happened? Says, my, I was told to get them at the entrance to Luz, but they weren't coming. That was where I was supposed to get them. <laughs> so now, he, sent them. So he said, you know, the, the idea that you can't escape your faith. But when a, I, I think that it's appropriate when a person is trying to make like, a decision about where to go in life, should have Kavana by this bracha of uh, <coughs> of Nathan Sadiq Avram. He came at the time of the came at the time of the bill. That's right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, I, I read this Gemara. We went through a bunch of brachas, but there were a few things that were left out. First of all, in this whole list, it doesn't have Shleisani Gai Shleisani Avram Shleisani Isha. It's not in this Gemara. It is in a different Gemara. I think we'll get to this next week because we're going to run out of time. But there's another one that's not in any Gemara. The bracha of Anais of Kayach is not a Gemara. Not in Brachas, not in Menachas, not anywhere in Shas. There's only going. There's only going. There's only going. Why? They took it out. Yeah. There's a question whether the Gra Halva shouldn't say it. It should say. Yeah. Well, he's well prepared. Maxavitri is much much older than the than the Gra. The Maxavitri is from the Talmidim of Rashi. Rashi lives from. 1040 to 1115, I think. I think you're right. I think that's what it was, yeah? 1105? 1105? Was it 1105? No, I, I just remember that it's like the time that 11 in a certain... 1105. Yeah, it's the time that they have recess in NTJ in sixth grade, I think. It's, it's 1040 to 1105. No, he didn't go there. It's an old yeshiva, but it's not that old. So anyway, the Maxavitri, I'm talking going back to the 12th century, so he had it. Meaning, it's a very, very old bracha. No mention of it in the Gemara. There are those who, who say that there is a girs of it in certain prints, of, in, not prints, but certain manuscripts of the Gemara. Really? But, uh, yeah, not really. Um, in any case, the, there is such a bracha. It's based on a pasuk in Yeshaya. Pasuk in Yeshaya, I think we learned in Shams Nachmu. Noisein layoyif kayach, ulein oinim atzma yarbe. Don't say amen afterwards. Don't say amen after what? There's such a thing? I wasn't aware of this. Rebelli's much more prepared to this year than me. He knows Who a lot. He knows so I see him being after this. Okay. Now, Rishane is different type. Oh, it's a different type. Okay, we'll see. Right. Hold on. Which um, one is it? Which one is it? I thought you don't say it. It's a Barbasur of Kabbalah. No, that's that's a Marishane. Uh, Marishane. Yeah. In in the Shulchan Aruch, Simon Mevav Sif um, Yud Sif Vav. I mean, it says Yesh Noyagim Lavarich Hanoisle of Kayach. I, I wanted to bring a Svaradik Siddur. Does that, the Mechavra says, don't say it. I don't know. Does that mean Svaradik don't say it? I, I didn't do my research properly. Where's Penny? To find out. Where's Penny? Yeah, <laughs> I thought he would come. It says Ramah. Is he here tonight? We yeah, can ask yeah. him. So on the way out, I'm going to ask him. It says Ramah. So we do say it. But that's the reason there's a controversy over it because, because of the fact that it doesn't appear in Shas. Questions when and which, uh, when and how this was mistaken. Okay. Now, what happens if you don't say 
those particular, if you don't do those particular things. In other words, the Gemara said when you open your eyes, when you stand up, when you get dressed, all these things. Right. Fine, we don't do it at the time. But what happens if a person's not getting dressed? Mm-hmm. Let's that say I have a guy spending the whole day in bed. Right. Whole day in bed. Cool. Not getting up. Whatever, COVID. Shimon, Rabbi Lozer and Shimon. right, exactly. Right? They were under the, under yeah, the, the dirt the whole day. Right, something like that, yeah. So, so Mechaber says that if you're not doing those things, you didn't hear any roosters. You hear any roosters this morning? I didn't hear any roosters. My, my, that's what I was about to say, yeah. My, my, my child woke me up 422. So, yeah. You'll see if I set my alarm clock to the sound of roosters, it's recording of the rooster. You didn't walk, you didn't get dressed, you didn't put on a belt. So he says, you shouldn't say B'Shem Amalchus. Say Baruch Ma'am Shem. Um, as, um, as, as they is, they, they were in command though. <laughs> That's not what it says here. Um, the Ramah says... Is, is, is it Rav Nachmachaber? Yeah, this is Machaber. The Ramah says, V'yesh Oymer, Nafil Chai V'hem Mevarei Chaisan. Why? De'ein ha-bracha dafkal atzmai. The bracha is not just on you. El Mevarechen Shekadosh Baruch Hu Bara Tzarkei Ha'olam L'chein Ha-Menek Ve'en L'Shanis. He says the bracha is more in general... You know, even though the tekan originally was to do it when you're doing those things, but the bracha really is for the general concept that Akash Baruch Hu do- created that thing that he gives people clothing, that he gives people shoes. He gives. I think that also relates to the tishma. So it's interesting. In one place, right? It's some like a somewhere across between Berch Sadah and Berch right? Because Berch means you're talking about the general creation. Baruch Sainanin is when you're doing it, right? The Lashon of, I forgot if it's the Rambam of the Torah, says if you weren't Nene, you don't make the Bracha. So I don't know. I mean, you know, some people get dressed and not Nene from it. Chaim, chaim. Sometimes they're Nene from other people get dressed. That's definitely true. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. what they it's also relevant to a blind person, by the way. Does a blind person say Pekach Ivrim? Or uh, someone's uh, yeah, paralyzed someone standing else. up. Right. Maybe what? that's a bakasha. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's a bakasha, yeah. not a bakasha. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's a bakasha. Yeah. You can't make shahakal if you're not eating. Someone else goes through a nace. Uh-huh. So, uh, right. You can't make shahakal. You can't stand up and say, Baruch Hashem, I'll get a home burn in the resonance. No, you don't do that. That's a Baruch Hashem. It's amazing thing. The grains, doesn't matter. Right. Right. Yeah. You have to eat. Right. That's the famous quote yeah. of, yeah. I don't remember who it was. Is a blind guy in Mokhoi of an animatus? Yeah. yeah. Even though he's Hashem Kameis? Yeah. He's still Chayim Mitzvah. Yeah. Mark goes through that. Except for He's part of mm-hmm. specific things. Specific mm-hmm. reasons. Stop, AJ, he knows the stuff. He knows the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Um, yeah. So the general concept over here, I, f- I feel like these brachas are the original thank you, Hashem. You know, the, 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 the Gemara Menachas Taf Mem Gimel. The Gemara Menachas Taf Mem Gimel says that uh, you're supposed to make 100 brachas every day. And, Ma. Right, there are actually several several Ramazan. Uh, all all of them actually is a hundred. There's a few different Ramazan to a hundred there. Um, but it doesn't say exactly um, what the source is, when that Takana was made. The Mepharshim give different explanations. The tour here quotes Rav Natrunoy Goyim, was one of the Goyim. Yeah. And um, 
he says that these brachas were instituted at the time of David HaMelech. There was a Magaifa. There was a Magaifa where 100 people were dying every day. And um, he said that we have to make sure everybody should say 100 brachas every day, and that would be a, a zchus. So they instituted they should make 100 brachas every day. Um, and they started writing the brachas in the Siddur. You know, if, 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 if you only have the brachas of Shadaraisa, let's say only, let's say maybe Brachas Taira and Brachas Amazon, so in order to make 100 brachas every day, it would be kind of hard, right? Right. Even if you say Shemin uh, Eshe, yeah, you but anyway, so so Rav Natranai says that these brachas were instituted at that time. Different, different, um, and oh. on a simple level, it's just fine. They were misacking the, the brachas because the brachas are a mitzvah and it's a schos. But on a deeper level, the idea is that each bracha maintains our relationship, our hoidah for all these things. We have to stay aware. I think I mentioned in the past the Kuzari. The Kuzari said that uh, the Jewish people enjoy their food more than Gaim. The, 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 the king said to the, said to the, the Kuzari, he says, what? I mentioned this in the past, right? Said, you, you guys, you Jews, you can't enjoy any food. You sit down to eat something, and then all of a sudden, one second, there's barley, is it Nazinus? Is it bottle? You have to call it rot. It's blah, blah, blah. You're crazy. We just eat. We just eat. They said, no, on the contrary, the fact that we think before we eat, and we thank HaKadosh Baruch for it, means we end up enjoying it more. You guys, you don't even think. You drive through McDonald's, you don't, you don't even remember, did you eat the burger yet or not? You have to go back they again. Have, they don't even have to they don't have chong. <laughs> they don't, definitely don't enjoy life. The same. Whatever they're eating, so, it's not food. Yeah, it's not chong. It's not the same. It's just not the same. So, by by thanking Kaddish Baruch Hu for being able to open our eyes, being able to walk, being able to, to get dressed, all these things, we actually end up happier. feeling it more, and it should make a person happier. That's the idea. The, the, the more you thank Hashem, the more happy you are yourself. That's the idea. Um, like I said, we didn't get to, we, there's a few brachas we didn't get to yet. So we'll do that with Hashem next week. Shalai Sanagai, all those.